0: Welcome to the Social University Podcast. We are so glad you're joining us today because we want to help business owners, entrepreneurs, and people just like you who want to build their business online. Listen, if we can do it, you can do it. So let's go. Good morning. This is Karen Terradis with Social You. It is time for What's Up Wednesday, where we come to you live every Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. to talk about social media tips, tricks, and trends. This May is Mental Health Month, and all month long, we're going to talk about stuff to keep you sane online. Today, it's going to be social media and mental burnout. Next week, it's going to be bandwidth, burnout. I I got excited and I burned out too soon. Funny. That's funny. (laughs) Bandwidth, burnout, being proactive, ways to get ahead. The following week is how to take a break without hurting your business. And the last week of this month, we're going to talk about dealing with negative comments and reviews because there is really, truly an art to that. Um, And a lot of business owners get so wrapped around the axle about defending their position, they forget that, oh yeah, everything can be seen, everything's public. So let's go ahead and jump in. Today, we're going to talk about social media and mental health. And I want to talk to you about protecting the state of your mental health while you're online. Not just as a business owner, but as a social media user in general. So there's a few things that you really need to keep in mind as you are on whichever platform. And I know everybody has their preference. I doom scroll on TikTok; That's my thing. Some people are Instagram people. Some people are YouTube people, but wherever you are, keep a couple of things in mind. First and foremost, you need to pay attention to how being in your newsfeed makes you feel and how you react to it. If it's negative, it's time to take action. If you walk away feeling, um, uncomfortable, or stressed, or anxious, it's time to take action. And the first step to fixing that is realizing that it's an issue. Um, Number two, creating boundaries. And this can look like a lot of different things. Creating boundaries might be keeping it brief where you set time limits, or you actually schedule time to be active. Like, I won't be online during my work hours, or if I get done with this project at school, I'll give myself an hour you set your own limits. Um, You turn your phone off. I don't understand the concept of that because of what we do. My phone is always on and it's always on me. So I have to consciously make a decision not to look at those apps. You can remove the apps. Um, I have a friend who did that uh, recently, just deleted the apps that she didn't want to deal with. You can limit the room. Basically limit your physical space. I will only use my phone in the living room. I will only use my phone in the Well, dining room is probably not the best option, but like keeping it out of your bedroom, keeping that blue light off your face before you go to bed can be a healthy decision. And of course, also creating boundaries. Don't check the notifications during meals or events. Seriously, Um, try to be present in the moment. That's super helpful for your mental health. Okay, next thing, dealing with your mental health. Follow with caution. If whoever the account is, whether it's personal or professional, if it doesn't serve you, don't follow them. Do not hate follow. I I don't understand why people do that. They follow trolls. They follow these accounts that whose accounts are based in controversy. Their entire account is based in doing something to upset people so that they will comment on it. And if that gives you anxiety, don't follow those people and remove connections that don't serve you. I joke about this all the time, but I really do it. Um, you know how Facebook will send you these notifications, it's Madison's birthday today. I will use those notifications and look at the birthdays. And if it's not somebody I interact with on the regular or I know in real life, I delete them. (laughs) So happy birthday. You're out of here. That's how I maintain my friends on Facebook and people a lot of times want to connect. It's not a good fit or you follow a page and it's not a good fit, unfollow it. Protect protect yourself first. Okay. Number four, try not to compare. That kind of goes back to imposter syndrome. And if that interests you, we have a really good podcast about that. But you know, those edited, those images are edited. You know, they're filtered. That woman doesn't have butterflies on her nose. That's not real. That's, those aren't her lips. Those aren't her eyelashes. Even though your brain knows that in a very real way, it also has trouble understanding and determining that in in an emotional way. So even though you see the picture, and you understand it's edited, it can still have a negative impact on you. So just be conscious. Just be aware those pictures aren't real. Seriously, especially Instagram. That is the most filtered app ever. Don't let online replace real interaction. And be again, be aware, be aware of your situation. If you know you're going to doom scroll for three hours, limit yourself. Once you're aware that you are having an addictive process, it can help you remove some of that and protect yourself long term. Okay. so those are some steps in place that you can put in place to protect your mental health online, not just as a business owner, but as a user. All right. Now let's talk about apps that can help you save your sanity. There are several, but I want to just focus on four. Um, And I love free. All of these have a free trial. One of them you can leave free, but most of these you have to pay for. Not expensive, but totally worth the money. So let's talk about apps that can save your sanity. Number one is freedom. Um, it's free up to $9 a month and it will block distracting and time wasting websites. So if you don't want to get that notification that there's a new movie on Netflix, you can block it on freedom while you're working and you won't get those notifications. You can block your Facebook notifications. You can block notifications from any platform so that you can be focused on what you're doing. Number two is forest. I love this app. It's $2. It keeps you task focused and it helps you fight phone addiction. You tell it how long you want to work. That's how long you work. And if you pick up your phone before you're done or before your timer times out, your little digital tree that you're growing will die. It is very upsetting to see my digital tree die. It affects me deeply <laughs> in a Lorax way. I can't, I can't even describe it. So even though the tree is not real, it has a very, very profound impact. So it helps you stay focused because you don't want to kill your tree and you get rewarded. Your tree gets bigger. And this company actually plants trees in real life. So if you are on there enough, you can actually work toward getting a tree, a real tree planted, which I think is also very cool. Um, The third one is called Be Focused. It's a one dollar eight time fee. It breaks your day into 25 minute increments with five minute breaks. And for people who are ADHD or have trouble focusing or scattered, that can be such a huge blessing because I get overwhelmed if I know I have to do two hours of this or four hours of this. So if I break it into pieces, it can be very helpful to me. Be focused. And the the next one, Headspace, it starts at $5. It can go up to $13 a month. It teaches users the art of meditation to connect their body, mind, and soul. And you can do it in 10 minutes a day. So basically, it's a meditation app that helps you focus. And until you've ever tried yoga or tried meditation, you have no idea how very challenging it is to block your mind from anything for even 60 seconds. It kills me. I hate, I mean, seriously, I had to learn how to meditate, which seems counterintuitive, but uh, I couldn't do it. I couldn't clear my head for that long. So very cool. Also yoga, very cool. And I'm sure there's an app for that too, but we're talking about headspace. That teaches meditation. And the last app is something called Calm. It's $14 a month. It is the number one app for sleep, relaxation, stress release, lowering your anxiety, and to refocus your attention. It helps you explore. They have a huge library of meditations, sleep stories, breath work, exclusive music, stretching exercises, anything that can calm you down, help you de stress or get to sleep. Again, totally worth the money. if you're going to be online and being online stresses you out, why not have apps that help calm you down? Um, That is it for me today. Next week, again, we're going to be focusing on mental health all month long. Next week, we're going to talk about bandwidth, burnout, being proactive, basically ways to get ahead without stressing yourself out. Because being ahead of schedule for us is key. So if you're and one of the most stressful things to me as a business owner is you look up and it's three o'clock and, oh, no, I haven't posted on Instagram or I haven't posted on Facebook or very stressful. We're going to talk about how to deal with that in a very real way within your own bandwidth so you're not overwhelmed. So join me next week at 10 a.m. as we discuss that. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, feel free to leave them. We do monitor. You're always welcome to send a DM. And until next week, I am Karen Toradis with Social You and I'm here to help. Thanks. Thanks for joining us for the Social University podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to follow us on all of our social media at Stay Social You. That's the letter U. And we will talk to you next week. Remember, you've got this.